Hi, Dan. Hey, Keith. Uh, I haven't heard anything from Hippie Hater, which is really funny. <laughs> you mean Chat GPT? Yeah. <laughs> like, I thought, like, saying fuck you like seven times in a show would enact some sort of reaction. Invoke. I, I, I guess it did. <laughs> <laughs> but he did tweet uh, or X. He X <laughs> sure. at Dan Benjamin. <laughs> what do we do? Thank you. Uh, saying, hey, what are you going to do another podcast with Keith Ruckus? And I'm like, oh, that's fine. There might be a project with him coming up. Probably not. Because you know, bottom falls out of everything I try to do with Dan Benjamin. Thank you. Uh, that, was a, that was a silent. Uh, no wet. There, there we go. Um, uh, but anyway, I thought that was pretty funny. We got novels. Now we got nothing. Uh, how you been? You, been you, you were sick. You feeling better? Yeah, feeling better. Yeah, we're a little delayed, but, you know, health first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In, in theory, I did not have COVID. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am out of tests, so I could not confirm the next day. <laughs> but it. I was feeling better the next day. You want to so. take some with you? I still got a bunch. Ooh, yeah, might That's as well. Thank you. Yeah, Appreciate that. Yeah, don't don't let me forget. Thank I you, local festival. Thank you. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I said, look, fuck you, National <laughs> Music Festival. That sucks balls. North by Northwest or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got the, the uh, Obama lawn thing, right? Yeah. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, episode 248. I don't think that matters, but. Ooh, almost yeah, a quarter. Almost a quarter. Yeah. Hey. Of a century. That's how long we've known him. Millennia. Uh, <laughs> Millennia. Yeah, that. That's what I said. Yeah. Uh, no reviews, <laughs> no ratings, no emails, no Patreons, but Daniel. Mm-hmm. We have our first game of the day. Oh, shit. And it is, what country oh, fuck. are we currently 98th in? <laughs> Woo! Look at them charts, in, baby. In movie and TV after show review podcast. Oh, whatever, man. Whatever our, our thing is. Um, Is it a country... That is currently bombing people. It is not a current. I will okay. say this. I believe it to be a country that has probably never bombed people. Ooh. I would go as far as to say that this is a very peaceful country. Mm-hmm. I'll give you a hint. Mm-hmm. Female leader. Is it New Zealand? It is New Zealand. Hey! Yeah. Hey. Thank you, Kiwis. <laughs> I hear you like that. Hey. Uh, 98th in uh, New Zealand. Hell yeah. So Hi. What's the opposite of down under? It's uh, up over. <laughs> yes. Thank you, everyone up over in New Zealand. <laughs> All right. So here's how box office is going to go this week. I had pulled for Wednesday, but we had to postpone. So now I have two sets of numbers. Oh, shit. So you can guess for <laughs> last weekend or oh, okay, they already have the box office numbers for this weekend, even though it's Sunday night. They're already up. Oh, fuck. That's right. So. Um, do you want to do last weekend's or do you want to do this I would weekend's? like to guess last weekend. Okay. The Wait. top three are the same. Okay. <laughs> the bottom two are different. So last that weekend. That makes sense. All right. Okay. Well, I guess if the top three are the same, well, maybe it's a different order. May- no. no. Same, same order. order. All right. So for, <laughs> for the last two weekends, yeah. uh, is it FNAF? Is that Five Nights at Fre- Freddy's? Yes. It is Five yeah. Nights at Freddy's. Last weekend making $80 million, This weekend making $19.4 million. All right. Bit That's of a drop off. Bit but, of a drop off. But yeah. 80 is fucking huge yeah, for, sure. a, for a, a Indie film. horror movie. Yeah. yeah. What is the second movie in America for the past two weekends? Uh, I want to go back and forth, but knowing... All right. So knowing that it was the last two weekends... Yeah, makes me think that it's gonna be T Swift. It is, of course. T Swift right. doing great. The Iris tour. I, I thought maybe last weekend, uh, Killers of the Flower Moon might have gotten enough press because it was new last weekend. I think. Sure. Um. So I guess that is my number three. That is correct. Yeah. Well done. All right. Now, there. Yeah, for the record, I did have those switched, I, but without no, <laughs> without knowing, now I would have got gotten those wrong. Fourth and fifth. I'm going to give it to you if you get either weekends. All right. I guess it's last weekends because I can't okay. remember what the hell came out this okay. weekend. 
um, Anatomy of a Fall. I don't even know what that is. It's not Fuck. on there. <laughs> and uh, The Exorcist Believer. Oh, no, that one's on there. Hey, yeah, there we go. Exorcist Believer is in fifth place, 3.3. Because it was still like Halloween-y. After Death is number uh, okay. four. Okay. And then this past weekend, Priscilla came out. Oh, right, right. And Radical. I don't know what Radical is, but. Well done. That was a good yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well done. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Yay. <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, how many minutes into the show are we? We are only five minutes in. Let's do some okay. news. Hey, good. streamlined. We've been, yeah, we've been talking for like an hour. <laughs> All right. Uh, Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, becomes the highest profile film set to earn a SAG after interim agreement for promotion. Yeah, I still don't understand how that works. I guess they have too many, like, British actors. That or maybe they cut them off a big piece. They're like, look, we're going to pay our writers X amount. Yeah, that's true. I guess if they're like, here's what we think they're going to win and we're just going to pay them that anyway. Right. Money talks and bullshit walks. (laughs) Just fucking pay people. That's all they're asking for. (laughs) My theory is money. Yeah. I don't know how because no article says why. Yeah. Uh, But yeah. Yeah. They're like, look, it's they're still striking. So it's. (laughs) <laughs> you know yeah i agree all right yeah a new report reveals that it follows two is coming under a new title with micah monroe expected to reprise her role as the original final girl jay have you seen it follows i have not it is so fucking good okay and here's why it's like it was i think i don't know if it's an a24 or not no i have to look it up, Fuck, I should look this up. <laughs> basically it's a horror film mm-hmm. where say, it's like a24 or blumhouse a24 or oh blumhouse. i think it is blumhouse now <laughs> I think about it. it follows and the answer is i gotta go to the wikipedia page oh who put this shit out <laughs> who did this <laughs> who did this distributed by radius that doesn't help <laughs> nope <laughs> i don't know all right i'm gonna look this up later word <laughs> it doesn't matter it doesn't matter but it's a good it's a modern film festival it might not be either of them actually release uh, okay yeah all right yeah uh i want to say if it wasn't like a draft house recommends it was like maybe even like a contender for draft house films word. so i got some hype on the front end i won't lie about that um it's a sexually transmitted horror film thing. <laughs> okay. So basically there is this demon that is a shape-shifting demon that can like take on like the visage of your friends or your worst nightmare thing. Okay. And it slowly follows you like at a very slow, like not even a mall walker pace, but okay. like a stroll. Um, and if you fuck someone, the person you fucked, it starts following them. If it gets you, it kills you. Uh. <laughs> like, is this not the greatest <laughs> premise for a film That's you've ever weird. heard? And it's it is. It's a weird movie. It's it's just like everything they do, I wouldn't do. I would just one. I would just fly somewhere because <laughs> like you're gonna buy yourself a lot of fucking time. Oh, They're gonna yeah. walk on the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the planet's seventy percent miles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Antarctica, and then like after a year, get there, fly, you just fly back. Yeah, fly somewhere else. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like you don't want to wait. Somewhere nice and cool, like New Zealand. <laughs> nice, <laughs> I like that. But yeah, like some some like, wait a couple years and then fly somewhere else because it's following you. Yeah. Anyway, I'm just excited they're making <laughs> another one. I have no idea. Put it high. I should have known that. But it's good. I'm glad that's it's coming really back. Funny. Yeah, I guess Wiki just says uh, Radius TWC. Um, you might have more information about this later, but I want to talk about all the problems with Blade. Oh, boy. I actually, I, I kind of skipped some okay, of the Blade good. stuff because I think we talked about some pieces of it well, yeah, but last time. But yeah, I couldn't remember what was new and what we had so, recently talked about. One, I did not know that they set aside a budget for Blade of $100 million. Yes. So very low budget yeah. for I mean, a Marvel for movie. For a Marvel movie, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, it that's has, like werewolf by night money. Right. <laughs> it has gone through five writers, <laughs> two directors, multiple Jesus. scripts. Mahershala Ali has threatened to bail several times. He's the one that begged for it. And now he's like, this is bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. This, this was this. like his like 
uh, what do they call it? Like a blank check. Yeah. He's like, I just won my second Oscar. What do you want to do? Fuck it. I want to be, be Blade. Like, that'll be awesome. And, and Kevin Feige was like, yes, please. Here's our right. D squad who is going to fuck it up <laughs> right. and make it a piece of shit that you're not going to want to do. Now, uh, the the weirdest <laughs> thing is these leaks came out and mm-hmm. confirmed in the Variety article that the latest version of the script that made him say, I'm fucking done, I'm out. Yeah. And then they said they're going to rewrite again is that he was basically the fourth tier character. That this was <laughs> a bunch of vignettes or storylines having to do with other characters. Yeah. And then he was just kind of like a background character at all that tied it all together. Yeah. So he yeah, was not even, the, was like, not only not the title character, but like the fourth most important. Yeah. It was like a female led moral story story where he would have been the fourth lead. And Crazy. Like, what, so you're calling that movie Blade? Right. What the fuck? Uh, can I can I make a <laughs> devil's have advocate? It, have it be like, what did they do? Is huh. it, I mean, I think they literally, the old World War II guys were called the Howling Commandos, but I think they did a like a Halloween-y kind of spinoff of that in the comics, where oh, it was uh, like Blade and Ghost Rider. And oh, yeah, like, we're talking about, yeah. Yeah. Um, like, just have that be the movie and then have Blade be one of the vignettes. Right. Like, that's fine. Or do it as, like, a one-off series, like can, the Werewolf by Night. Can I make a devil's advocate for why it might be great? Huh. Jurassic Park has 11 minutes of dinosaurs. True. <laughs> just, the whole movie's just talking about Blade. Oh, shit, Blade's coming. <laughs> Blade's, Blade's is, is the shark in Jaws. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. There you go. All right. Boom. There's the movie. All right. I could see if that was, <laughs> if he was like, hey, I want to be Blade. But I have no but, time. Uh, yeah. I, I've only got a week to shoot whatever we need to shoot. So, like, if you want to have me be, like, in it for 10 minutes and it's all kind of tangential, like, that's cool. Right. But, yeah. I could see that that being a, a good way of doing that with constraints, if given. <laughs> but sure. I don't believe those constraints were given. No, of course not. He wants to be Blade. Yeah, he wants to be new Wesley advocate. Snipes. <laughs> like, sure. Yeah. Wesley Snipes doesn't even want to be Wesley Snipes. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Hey, I finally watched mm-hmm. um, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning. Oh, I still haven't yet. Uh, Apparently, the next one's not going to be called Part 2. Oh. <laughs> But this one's called Dead Reckoning Part 1. That is correct. Why wouldn't they call it I, I think two? they're just dropping the Part 2. This was just Dead Reckoning? Uh, apparently. Because That's I think be not confusing. enough people went to see this one. And they want people to not feel like they have to have seen the last one for them to go see oh, the next one. Oh, that's really smart. Yeah, so I think they're just dropping the Part 1 from the uh, future marketing. <laughs> And wow. Just calling the next one something else. So not enough people saw Dead Reckoning Part 1 is what you're saying. Yes. Well, <laughs> you can bring home Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 on oh, yeah. 4K UHD disc and digital right now. You can watch it as many times as you want. All the times. Hell yeah. Now, Tom Cruise stars in the film uh, that critics are calling the biggest and best action movie of the year. Yeah, more people should have seen it. Uh, that's right. And you can now. You can just buy it. You can buy Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 on UK UHD disc and digital today and go behind the scenes with incredible bonus content available at participating retailers rated PG-13 from Paramount Pictures. Uh, I like yeah. I liked it a lot. Nice. Um, I like. Yeah, I've, I've not heard anything bad about it. It's right. like just good. It's just that not enough people want to see it. I like how uh, it's very tongue in cheek about like, oh man, he go he went rogue before like, earlier than he's ever gone rogue before, and he goes rogue a lot. <laughs> like, they get <Yeah>. it. Um, <laughs> Haley Atwell's in it. She's great. Nice. Um, She's fucking great in everything. I do that you know, yearly rewatch of the Mission Impossible movies because mm-hmm. I often think I've never watched any of the Mission Impossible movies. <laughs> yeah. I go back and watch Oh, I've watched these. Yeah, but this yeah, one's yeah. I mean this one's good. The stunt is great. The nice. one where he drives off the mountain. Yeah. yeah. I wish it had not been spoiled. Mm-hmm. I wish that every marketing thing was not about him doing the stunt. Because yeah. it worked for the plane thing when he's hanging on the plane. Yep, it worked for the plane thing. It worked for him climbing the was the the Burj Khalifa. Yeah. But um, this is the most dangerous stunt. I won't say it's the most amazing, but it's it's interesting. Mm. I liked it. I just wish it had not. I would have been like more like, oh, he just drive off a fucking mountain. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but anyway, you can go buy it. Hell yeah. 
The MCU will be introducing its version of the X-Men in the future, but a new tease hints that the mutants might be coming sooner than expected. Mm, I have Do you also have possibly heard of something like this, but it is not in the thing that I was going to talk about oh, later. Okay, good. This is a new teaser for the Marvels, hints at a possible X-Men character appearing in the film, because when the Marvels comes up, it's like a, like a, a big, like fade in of words it's like you know mm. this is exciting or extreme or whatever word they use and it fades out but the x lingers for like a really really long mm. time and then goes away but i'm like we know that Kamala's a mutant yeah so maybe she's reached out to i i have heard that it's just a post-credit sequence of course it is but <laughs> maybe it's a post-credit sequence of a new uh yeah john luke picard reaching out <laughs> I, I, Professor have, Xavier. I have heard oh, the rumor yeah. of what character it is and possibly who's playing them all right drop the rumor it's just a rumor we're not all right nothing. total rumor um yeah. if you don't want to know skip ahead 30 seconds three two one skip kelsey Grammer's beast is coming back what that's yeah. a weird poll yeah blue fur was what was the the uh-huh. the drop Maybe it's the Incredible Nightcrawler. Yeah, and I don't know if this was supposed to tie in with Deadpool 3. <laughs> multiple universes shenanigans. If this is actually the Fox X-Men universes, right. Kelsey Grammer in that continuity. Can I say something very controversial? Uh-huh. If you're going to bring back a beast, it's not the one I want. <laughs> yeah. I liked the new beast. Yeah. I like that actor. He's in the great. He was in running to be Superman yep. and did not get it. Yeah. <clears throat> Good jawline. Great job. Yeah. He is a very, like, I, look, Chris Evans is always going to be my number one, but yeah, yeah, yeah. stiff, stiff competition coming <laughs> up behind. But that's pretty cool. I like that. <laughs> Speaking of Patrick Stewart, though, mm-hmm. Star Trek's Patrick Stewart has high praise for Jonathan Frakes' talent as a director in his autobiography, making it so a memoir. I had promised myself I would buy a copy, signed copy of this book, no matter how much it cost. I'm Word. like, if it's two hundred bucks, I'm buying this. Yeah, I don't care because in my my top three <laughs> famous people, I want to meet. He's the only one I didn't get. Word. And time's running out. So I'm, like, <laughs> I'm never going to meet him. Uh, but apparently he's got like arthritis. Oh, and does so not just sign. Like... Co- you no, know, he doesn't sign copies. Oh, man. He's like, I'm sorry. I just won't do it. Like, you can't buy his autograph at yeah. a convention anymore. He man. doesn't go to one. But I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I took health first. I get it. Yeah. Um, but he uh, highly praises Jonathan Frakes as a Star Trek director and believes that he would be the ideal choice to direct a proposed Star Trek Picard movie. Mm, okay. Freak, uh, freaks, freaks showcases directorial <laughs> debut in Star Trek: First Contact. Freak, freak in the sheets, am freak, I right? Oh, freaks in the streets, freaks in the streets. No, wait, wait, fuck that. Take two, take two. Balls in the prize. Uh, creating a positive and authentic atmosphere on set while demonstrating technical mastery in capturing emotional scene freaks has earned the admiration of the star trek cast as their favorite director having worked with him on multiple star trek series and films and this is likely to continue directing him more he does direct everything uh yeah i can't remember did we talk he did the fucking crossover episode sure did that is insanely good like incredibly well balanced of being a crossover too of like the mm-hmm. cartoon characters feel like they're still the cartoon characters sure. from the cartoon universe. It's great. I it's love it. Fucking perfect. And he did you he finish this that season one. of Lower Decks? Um, I don't believe I finished season four. I'm okay. I'm like halfway through. I think. Okay. Jaw dropped on who the big man is at the end of the series. Yeah. Nice. Jaw dropped. I'm like, I can't fucking. This is. Nice. This is a good time. I, I just watched, what was it? The, the I think I'm like at or just past the, the DS9 go, yeah. going to yeah. DS9 episodes. Yeah. I think I'm, that's like time. early or mid season four. Yeah. So there's like throughout the whole series this season, there's like a ship going around destroying other yeah. lower decks. Yeah. There's a big bad. Okay, and cool. It's great. Nice. It's fucking great. I'm not going to ruin it for anyone. I think we talked about last episode that uh, Patrick Stewart fucking hates yeah. <laughs> um, Nemesis and Insurrection. Oh, yeah. Loved First Contact. Says, now we got the start of a fucking movie franchise. Yeah. And then fucking we did it. a not good episode. Yep. <laughs> Called it a movie. A hundred percent. Yeah. 
Uh, writer De- uh, take two. Writer Jen <laughs> D'Angelo teases the Sanderson sisters' revenge plot in Hocus Pocus three. I can't believe they're making this because <laughs> I this year watched Hocus Pocus two for the first time, mm-hmm. and it is not good. <laughs> Oof! It's not good. One is so a masterpiece. One of, those, one of those better in your memory. <laughs> yeah, it's they just. It's all callbacks. It's no meat. There's yeah. nothing that makes any sense. Uh, but anyway, Damn. she says. Mm-hmm. Uh, with uh, also, it's like they. Uh, it's going to go into this, but I won't ruin it for anyone. But they really tried to redeem <laughs> Winifred. And I'm like, she kills children for fun. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes to get younger, but they've stated so many times in the first movie how many kids they've killed and <laughs> yeah. like, like not just soul eaten, but like physically eaten. <laughs> For fun. She's not redeemable. She says, with the Sanderson sisters, the thing that makes them fun is that they really are like herding cats. So I'm like, yes, Winifred learned a very valuable lesson. She loves her sisters more than anything in the world, but she will also just immediately get distracted by whatever is put in front of her. So you dangle the carrot of a carrot of a potential revenge against Salem, which she has always wanted. And that might be the backslide where she gets singularly focused on the wrong goal again. Yeah. I'm kind of worried they're going to do this with the Agatha show. Oh right, make her a good witch. Yeah, it's like, but she killed she bad. everybody in her coven to to take their power. Cause and she killed good. Sparky too. Yeah, and <laughs> laughed about it. That's <laughs> to part camera. Of the, that's part of the song. And I killed Sparky. <laughs> yeah, fuck. She does a good witch cackle. Man, I love Catherine Hahn. <laughs> if you go back to like early episodes of this show, you'll you'll hear me talk about how. <laughs> In love I am with Catherine Hahn. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it all started with the movie. Long-standing fans. <laughs> yeah. The Goods. Yes. Like, so, she good. is so fucking good in that movie. Mm-hmm. Like, good fucking Lord. Yup. Ving Rhames is in that movie. He's great. There's Talk no bad movie. performances in that movie. That's no. an overlooked. Nobody, if I ever go back on Duck. Huh. Nobody tells DJ Request what to play. That. Is one of my favorite lines in a thing oh, yeah. ever. hundred <laughs> percent. He's talking about fucking karaoke. Um, uh, if I ever get, go back on Douglas movies and like, what's a movie I haven't seen that's great? I'm like, if you've not seen The Goods, yeah, that's the one to fucking watch. All right, good. Professional. Coughing in the mic. <laughs> Fantastic Beasts 4 receives a discouraging update from the franchise director, David Yates, but the director does see potential for Newt to return. Hmm. I'm like, is that still happening? I no. thought I thought they had pretty much officially axed no. that series at this point. Fantastic Beast Four is currently on hold with no development happening, so they haven't. It just say on hold, but they're not making no. another one. All right, we're we're not letting anybody else take a crack at it. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're we're still in charge of this IP. We're just not actively doing anything with the it declining right now. success of the spinoff franchise and lower Rotten Tomato <laughs> scores also cast doubt in the future of Fantastic Beasts Four. And I'll say it again: like they're not the best movies, but I like them more than the Harry Potter movies because I want to see adults doing magic. I don't yeah. give a fuck about these kids. But you know, I'm what, not the demographic. You know what those movies aren't about? Huh? Fucking Fantastic Beasts. <laughs> God damn it! God the name it. of the franchise. True. I mean, like, true. Yeah, you're just, not wrong. Just called it. Should have just called it the Wizarding World. Yeah, done. Sure. Tie it in with the fucking theme or park. Newt Scamander and Battle with Grindelwald. Newt Scamander. Yeah, have and him. This. Have him eventually write the book in the series. Don't call the series that. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Yeah. Uh, good point. Yep. All right. Could have been a good in between or sixth movie do your five five right. movie story arc and then have the in between or one shot be yeah him writing the book sure. after having had all of these adventures there and back the again a hobbit's tale helped, yeah. but definitely weren't sure. the plot <laughs> dan fogler so fucking good in it mm-hmm. everyone's good in those movies they're not written well no but that the problem is that we, nobody we don't write- have an author. <laughs> <laughs> nobody actually wrote them, so it doesn't matter <laughs> if someone theoretically wrote them, but doesn't have a lot of uh, background in writing screenplays, but maybe uh, novels. <laughs> uh, but it doesn't matter because nobody did it. There is huh. a, a a podcast ad that has come across my podcast feed uh-huh. so much lately, what and I cannot remember the name of the podcast, but it's like. Uh, hey, we're doing all the Harry Potters like podcast. Right. 
Uh, and towards the end of the ad for this podcast, they're like, and you don't have to agree with the author on everything. To, like They acknowledge oh. the elephant in the room. Oh. It's like, oh, hey, we banked a lot of episodes. Please, please don't let her being a piece of shit stop you from right. listening to our podcast, please. Look, We're you putting don't a have lot of money to, into these ads. <laughs> you don't have to agree with the author of Mein Kampf, but it doesn't mean he didn't have a struggle. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Motherfucker. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) off topic. Let's get meandering and abrasive. Um, So on the 28th of October, I hosted a uh, costume contest after my (laughs) 17 piece uh, New Orleans style zombie band did a parade on the east side of Austin. And then we did this big after party at this huge venue. And then I did a costume contest cash prize. Nice. And this guy got up, and I could not figure out what his costume was. Because I left it up to the audience. I'm like, I'm not going to tell you your costume's good or bad. I'm saying, if you went to Spirit Halloween and spent 40 bucks, probably don't get on stage. If you think you're <laughs> clever, if you think you did something good. I'm not saying it has to be handmade. I'm just saying, if you think you could win a costume contest, come on. And this big, fat, bald guy, who was not me. Uh, <laughs> and he's wearing little tiny orange shirts and a Hooters tank top that's too small, two sizes too small for him. <laughs> And a, and a piece of black tape on his face that I thought was a Band-Aid uh, right in the middle of his upper lip. Uh, and he, a, a little black square in the mm. middle of his upper lip. Mm. I'm like, oh, he must have cut himself. I'm like, he went as a Hooters girl. I'm like, okay, what's your name? He's got whatever. I'm like, I'm a, who are you? He goes, I'm a Hootler. And I said, okay, audience, your very Jewish host doesn't think it's funny. What do you think? <laughs> Everyone's like, boo. I'm like, okay, get wow. the fuck off. And he did not understand that he had lost. He like went to the winner's side. I said, no, you lost. He goes, no, but like, because it was an audience ometer thing. Oh. And I'm like. Mm. He's trying to rig the system for decibels, not approval. Well, he just didn't understand. I said, okay. You piece of shit, get the fuck off my stage. And he got real tight and he got real angry. He left and he like complained to the management with a Hitler mustache on. And then I went over. I'm like, what's the problem? He goes, you know, you were mean to me. I'm like, you're dressed as Hitler, you hateful piece of shit. He goes, it's just a joke. I'm like, it's not a funny fucking joke. Mm. And I said, get the fuck out. And the management's like, you heard him. Get the fuck out of here. Nice. There you go. Anyway. That was a funny story. <laughs> Uh-oh, don't ever dress up like Hitler. <laughs> Uh-oh, it's time for Jan News. You know it now. Why did those have to be back-to-back? <laughs> I don't know, but I'm really proud of nailing it on the first try. <laughs> you know what? Kind of am, too. Yeah. Uh, um, here's your strike update. Yay. Yay! Still, still strike it. <laughs> oh, um, I I have heard from a couple of people, um, uh, some uh, reactors shows that I watch on YouTube. Sure. Yeah. Um, some of them are SAG members. Some of them are trying to be SAG members. They're I'm like, sagging a little bit. Eh, they're uh, like withholding their uh, videos that they've already shot for like uh, Ahsoka and you know other struck properties right um they're like look we're still you know making them behind the scenes as soon as the strike's over like we're opening up the valve and like especially if you're a patreon member you get fucking everything sure um but um the the last couple of to like the last two days of new stuff that they've been putting out they're Uh like it's Oh, it's so. We think it's so close to being over. <laughs> like it's it's gonna be real soon. Is it true like, or is like it sign up bait? to our Patreon? Like it's you're gonna get a fuck ton of stuff when it's, it's like right. we're so close. Um, which is not the attitude that they have had for the last you okay, know, months. So maybe, yeah. So yeah, maybe things are going well behind the scenes. All right, that's good. Yeah, so that's my strike update. Perfect. <laughs> uh, no notes. Uh, let's do this real quick one before we get into the Please. meat of things. Um, I got an email today from Netflix. Boo. <laughs> the, the subject line was, we're updating our prices. Here's why. Oh. Uh, so premium plans are going up to $22.99 a month. Oh, I'm canceling That's that. That's for 4K. That is exactly my thought yeah. as well. I went, nope, too rich for my blood. Um, I've got it. It's already paid for this next month. So I already set a reminder the day before 
it goes to the next month to cancel. Smart. Uh, the email body, because as the subject line said, was right. here's why. The paragraph that was supposed to be the explanation is as follows. Quote, this update will allow us to deliver even more value for your membership with stories that lift you up, move you, or simply take make your day a little better. Get wrecked. Quote. Get Fuck wrecked. You. Now, you know what's more value for my entertainment dollar? What? Putting out better shit for the same or less money. They do suck lately, That's how they? value works. <laughs> they really suck. <laughs> Not, I haven't actually opened that app in weeks because there aren't things that I want to watch on it. Right. And please give us more money so we can put better shit on. Yeah, I'm going to cancel my Netflix. Yeah, I think that's bullshit. Too. That's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. I'm like, 15 was already, it was like the most expensive service. And then everything is catching up to that. Agree? Ugh. No thanks, Netflix. Yeah, get wrecked. Um, well, Let's get into the Marvel section. Fucking get into <laughs> it. I want to hear it. A big article came out this past week. Sure did. Uh, by Variety. Mm-hmm. Um, it was written by uh, Tatiana Siegel. Uh, the title Call! of which is... Call! <laughs> <laughs> the title of which is <laughs> Crisis at Marvel Jonathan Major's Backup Plans, The Marvel's Reshoots Reviving Original Avengers And More Issues Revealed Is her last name really Siegel? Uh, S-I-E-G-E-L Wow Siegel Alright Yeah Fair enough Um. So Marvel has apparently been uh, so worried over the box office numbers and viewership numbers uh, and all of the Jonathan Majors court case and everything right. uh, that they were seriously considering but have not committed to bringing back the original Avengers lineup for the next Avengers movie. That's so fucking funny. <laughs> Including resurrecting a dead Tony Stark and Black Widow. <laughs> Pretty easy to do now. And just dump trucks of money. How funny is <laughs> the only way that's going to happen? Marvel wanted to bring back Black Widow mm-hmm. after they had the fucking court battle with mm-hmm. her. Crazy. Yep. After she was probably one of the few people to ever very publicly sue and win against Disney. Right. I, if I was her, I'd be like, I will come back as long as you pay me $1 more than Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> yeah. As- me, whatever he's getting. Plus one dollar and a Snapple. I don't. Yeah, I don't care if you're paying him ten bucks. You pay mm-hmm. me eleven. Yeah, pay him twenty five million. I get twenty five and one. Yep. I am the highest paid Avenger now, motherfucker. <laughs> I am the captain of this That's ship. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. That's what I would God do. damn it. Yeah. Um. Uh. Some stuff came out about the She-Hulk series. Um, that are indicative of a lot of Marvel's behind-the-scenes problems that they've been mm-hmm. having for the mm-hmm. last phase or so. Or so, yeah. Um, so, She-Hulk, um, a single episode of the show cost them $25 million. <laughs> what I could do with that money. Presumably, that was the the single most expensive episode, and the rest was you know, less expensive. Uh, presumably, it was the first episode that had a bunch of hulk and she hulk in flashbacks got it so it's like two full cg characters one of which they had to design from scratch the other one you got to port in from other older systems blah 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 blah. that means Um, blades only getting four she hulks worth of money yeah crazy or less (laughs) or less that's true um and for the record this is more than game of thrones's cost of their final season uh, the Game of Thrones final season was their most expensive season per right. episode, and they spent $15 million per Whoa. episode. <laughs> what? Oh my God, She-Hulk. Yep. I didn't dislike She-Hulk, but 25 mil? 25 mil for that first episode. Uh, this is apparently due to the fact that Marvel doesn't have a traditional TV script supervisor or showrunner. Sure. Stuff that we talked about last time, how they're, yeah. they're trying to get back to a more traditional way of making television because they clearly don't know how to do it themselves. (laughs) They were trying to reinvent the wheel and went, eh, how about just a wheel? (laughs) Fucking idiot. (laughs) Yeah. Um, They realized so late in the process that the flashbacks between She-Hulk and Hulk should be the first episode rather than where it was planned to be the eighth and uh, second, the the penultimate episode. So it was going to be like, 
months further down the release schedule right as their most vfx heavy episode and they went eh, this should probably be the first because it doesn't make sense otherwise right and like that's a decision you should have made a year ago 100%. <laughs> you know um so all of the uh uh, all of the effects were super rushed and screwed up for the entire post-production schedule. So much so that some of the episodes aired with unfinished VFX that they were later switched out. I remember out. that. Yeah. Yep. Um, Marvel as a whole had such a fix it in post attitude. Sure. On all of their productions. Um, and that every, uh, every early bad decision that happens gets dumped onto VFX and post. And that's why we're seeing the VFX and post people literally unionizing right. <laughs> for better working conditions. Like we're done fixing your fuck ups and not getting paid for it. A hundred percent. So we did a, uh, also did a story a while back about the head of Marvel's post and VFX, uh, Victoria Alonso. Getting shit canned, get, right? Getting <laughs> real shit canned. Um, after she went off to executive produce an independent movie yeah. while Marvel things were like Hedda? burning down to the was ground. Hedda? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Hedda is the uh, Tessa Thompson. Or no, 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 no. That's, that's a different thing we're about to talk about. Oh. That one was called um, Argentina in 1985. It was oh, like a Spanish gotcha. language passion project thing All that right. apparently got like some awards acclaim. Sure. Um, but they were like, hey, uh, Rome's burning and you went off to go make an independent thing. Like, Maybe go fuck yourself. Sure. And I think she being trying to be the better person didn't want to come out and publicly be like, nah, you guys fucked everything up and dumped it on my plate. I'm sick of this sure. shit. Sure. <laughs> I'm sick of cleaning up your messes and right. getting thrown under the bus for it. Um, so, uh, where was it? yeah, seems a bit of a Disney Marvel scapegoating. Uh, blaming her lower effects quality uh, for the rush timelines and unfinished scripts and constant rescheduling. Um, it does look like we have a similar situation with the Marvel's director, Nia DaCosta. Oh, uh, she moved to London to beginning prepping on the Tessa Thompson drama. Hedda. Hedda. That's Hedda. Um, while there were still months of post-production left on the Marvels. That's not a good look. <laughs> yep. Uh, however, I did find uh, some other articles talking specifically more about this. Uh, looking deeper, much like the Victoria Alonso thing, uh, there's more to it than what's on the surface. Uh, the Marvels, like everything else in the last couple of years, but especially within Marvel, has been pushed back several times. Uh, same story here. Rushed scripts, lots of reshoots. They did four weeks of reshoots for the Marvels. Woof. is like... Uh, a lot of movies entire shoot schedule <laughs> right that's ridiculous um and just fix it in post fix it in post fix it mm -hmm. in post um and i'm sure nia DaCosta, who was an upcoming very popular filmmaker now mm -hmm. was under contract to start pre-production on this tessa thompson sure. movie that probably has other investors and people who are like hey right. you signed a fucking contract let's start pre-production mm -hmm. Uh, and there are reports that Nia DaCosta was still very much involved in the editing process of the Marvels while she was in London. And hey, we've all done fucking Zoom calls. Work from home, baby. Exactly. So instead of working from home, just work from your new office right. at a different place. Sure. Um, with the added bonus that when the people are working on stuff where you're at is uh, at a yeah. different time 100%. of when you needed to be doing stuff for other people. Sure. Um. Sleep is for the week. Yeah. So, again, it seems like Disney and Marvel possibly throwing her under the bus just to uh, try and save their own branding. Um, bam, bam, bam. Yeah, they're looking to throw her under the bus when the movie isn't expected to make as much as they hoped. Especially not since the movie now cost $250 million because of the four weeks of reshoots. That's <laughs> and two and a half blades. And it's projected to make about $75 million opening oh, weekend. Over the weekend, that's good. Uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness opened at $185 million. That's bad. <laughs> Fuck so you. Less than half of Doctor Strange is what they're projecting. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, let's see. Next part of the article. Uh, insiders are not predicting... or. Uh, are now predicting the worst with Jonathan Majors. 
Um, article sure. claims that he was dropped by uh, CAA, his agency at the time. He sure was. One of the biggest agencies in the business um, before the alleged domestic inva- uh, violence arrest, not after it. Right. And he was dropped for, quote, brutal conduct towards staff. Can you imagine just being such a dickhead? <laughs> you yell at your publicist enough, they drop you. Right. The people who you are currently making millions of dollars because you're the next big thing in Marvel's three phases of their future. Jesus. <laughs> You're a real big dickhead. Yeah. Uh, there's also other alleged domestic abuse violence victims who are cooperating with the Manhattan DA's office Solid. in that case. Um, the article quotes somebody they call a, a top deal maker who has seen the final episode of Loki. Uh huh. Um, saying quote marvel is truly fucked with the whole kang angle and they haven't had an opportunity to rewrite until very recently because of the wga strike but i don't see a path on how they move forward with him Ooh. so apparently they loki doubled down real hard on we're doing kang kang is the next phase of all of this and then oops the writers all went on strike <laughs> we can't undo this oops all berries oops and that's probably why Loki's the first MCU thing to not have any reshoots whatsoever. Interesting. Because they couldn't rewrite anything. Uh, but I guess they had to still put stuff out. <laughs> right. 100%. Um, studio source also said that Marvel was already considering moving away from Kang after uh, Quantum Mania's disappointing box office. Uh, in the wake of the legal troubles, one of the things Marvel executives discussed was pivoting to another villain, uh, villain entirely, particularly Doctor Doom. I'm so sick of him. <laughs> yeah. We've seen enough of him. <laughs> We've seen two screen versions. We don't need a third. Yeah. Woof. They big be- woof. Um, said uh, they made a big deal announcing the Kang Dynasty is the next Avengers movie. They sure did. <laughs> Um, so who knows, maybe you just skip Kang and with Deadpool three and the rumored, the Marvel's post credit scene, you just go directly to secret wars and just get X-Men and fantastic four in the universe as quick as possible. That makes sense. If they're trying to resurrect is like, just start doing the member berries. Yep. Hey, here's the member berries for the old stuff. Here's the, here's the new stuff. And it has nothing to do with those people who are in court. (laughs) I mean, just bring in a variant of Kang. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. When we saw the bunch of them after uh, Ant-Man, there was like blue and green ones. Yeah. And, like, aliens. Weird alien ones. Yeah. Yeah. Recast him. Yeah, exactly. This no, shit. Nobody cares. We got Don Cheadle. I that was, was going to say. That was better. We got, we got Mark Ruffalo. Nobody cared. Yeah. I saw uh, and both were for the better. Yeah, exactly. Just have the both new person the be good. Yeah. And nobody cares. So <laughs> they recast the uh the cat for goose and people just like have that on the list, like pictures of Don Cheadle <laughs> and Terrence Howard and then pictures of the two cats. Like they did it again. It's really funny. <laughs> yeah. You wait long enough, those cats, you know, die. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, they die. Uh, and then the last thing I have uh, mm-hmm. wasn't part of the article, but I thought was uh, interesting timing with the article. Hit me. Uh, did you see the trailer for Echo? No. Trailer for Echo dropped. Oh. It's like two minutes long. How about that? I thought, I was like, oh, two minutes. Like, it's going to be a minute of, hey, remember Echo from Hawkeye? And then here's a bunch of Hawkeye footage. Yeah. Nope. All new footage. Oh. It looks like the old Netflix daredevil universe. oh cool it is just bloody. hire all those people it's dark yeah um mixed things so i'm excited that at the end they say um sit, make sure to set your disney plus accounts to tvma to be able to watch oh and they're dropping it simultaneously on disney plus and hulu oh which i believe they might now fully own oh I don't know if Somebody that's official owes. or not yet, but I think they Disney is uh, trying to, if not just did, buy out the remaining controlled shares. The 33%? Of, uh, yeah, yeah, of Hulu. Crazy. Uh, and they are dropping all five episodes at the same time. I saw that. They did push back the date, though. Bummer. So it was going to be like a late November uh-huh. um, uh, Thanksgiving timing. Uh, it's now they're all coming out January 10th. Interesting. Yeah. For a character I don't really care about. 
Yes. <laughs> it seems very much like the Echo and Kingpin show. Okay, that's good. Which is kind of making it more interesting. You threaten Vanessa. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went on a prop store bid one time, and I tried so hard to get a Kingpin suit. Because oh, they yeah. had like 20-some white screen use suits for Kingpin. <laughs> uh, I'm like, damn, <laughs> one. This might fit me. <laughs> He's he's tall, but you can you can make a suit shorter. Right, let it out a little. Uh, oh fuck! I dropped my little spaceship. Uh, where'd it go? Um, and then I lost it. It's gone. Uh, I was just like, I would love to just wear Wilson Fisk's white suit around the house. <laughs> and just like, yeah. like I'll drop a little money on this and just like, where's Vanessa? Just, just keep adjusting your couplings. <laughs> oh, f- fuck yeah. But no dice. Staring at a white wall. <laughs> right? <laughs> Just, Hi, Joker. Um, that's a full metal jacket joke. Eh. <laughs> I am in a world of shit. That's <laughs> uh, a good movie for the first half. All right. Anything else? That's it for Dan News. Yay. No, oh fuck! Fuck! <laughs> oh, it was so cocky. good earlier. <laughs> I was on the wrong one. Fuck! Why the fuck do we need this in the world? You know what we need? What do we need? The new trailer that has been released for the upcoming Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Oh, I and didn't watch this so one yet. Fucking good! It has Cornelius, who is Caesar's now full-grown son. Yeah. A lot of like teasers for like the Heston Planet of the Apes. Mmm. These movies are so fucking good, and you can't watch them anywhere. Like, who the yeah. fuck? Like, I'm on Just Watch all the time. Like, every once in a while, you'll get, like, the middle one. Yeah. But, like... Who, who makes them? Is that a... Uh, I forget. What studio yeah, look makes it up. them? But I love that trilogy. I'm glad they're making more. We need more. It's really good storytelling. It's incredible CGI. It's story first. They do the thing where they make the good movie and then the next one's a good movie because like they are incredibly disjointed in time. They're not one after the other. Yeah. I fucking love those movies and I'm ready for more. After nineteen seventy three, Fox controlled the franchise. So perhaps here we go, Rise of the Planet of the Apes. 20th Century Fox. So maybe they're huh. just waiting to have total control of Hulu and then they'll dump them all right. on Hulu. <laughs> uh, director Wes Bell's... Se- nope. <clears throat> Take two. Director Wes Ball's <laughs> sequels picks up after the events of War for the Planet of the Apes following Caesar's son Cornelius as he attempts to stop his father's teachings from being twisted to enslave other apes. Ooh. Yeah, but they definitely have like the riding the horses and catching the humans from the Heston thing. Oh, okay. And then uh the uh the lawgiver, is that what his name is? The the statue and lake line, mm-hmm. that, that that ape. We see him for a second. It's gonna be good. Word. That's something we need. Uh it's made by Churnin Entertainment and Dune Entertainment distributed by Fox. Oh. So they're probably just trying to figure out streaming deals and licensing and that kind of shit. Maybe. But I love those movies. I like when I get excited for things because lately stuff just sucks. Yeah, right. <laughs> Loki's good. All right. Moving on. Now it's time to lighten the mood before we go. All right. Paramount, the company, cracks down on theaters who have been inserting their own intermissions into Martin Scorsese's three and a half hour <laughs> epic, Killers of the Flower Moon. So, so here's the thing. It's three and a half fucking hours long. Yeah, dude. Like when I did the extended version of Hateful Eight in the theater, the seventy mil version, they, they, I mean, Tarantino put an intermission in, seven yeah. intermission. Now, if when you do a three and a half hour movie, you are cutting out a round of movies for the movie theaters. Yeah, it means they have to show if they show it twice. In one theater, yeah. two less movies that day. That yeah. means a less round at the concession stand. Mm-hmm. So I get it. I understand it. Uh, I think they should just let them. I, I literally can't yeah. see a downside. I'm sure they're like, this is not the way the movie is intended to be watched. And Scorsese doesn't like it. And the theater doesn't like it. Now, I like <laughs> Paramount because they send us a lot of free shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so good on you. But I'm mm-hmm. like, look, 
let them do a 10 fucking minute and you might mm-hmm. not like when they do it it might fuck up the flow of the movie yeah then if they ask for it give it to them because if you're not supporting the independent theaters yeah how the fuck yeah, are you the theaters that are already them? fucking underwater yeah and That's then there's it. gonna be a new glut of hey we didn't make anything for a year because of the strikes yeah so shut the yeah, fuck up help help the theaters fucking stay alive yeah i thought that was pretty funny and then Avengers Endgame director Joe Russo <laughs> incites a massive backlash on himself after joking in an Instagram video making fun of Martin Scorsese's box office performance. So, <laughs> for context, we all know Martin Scorsese slammed Marvel movies a couple times mm-hmm. as not They're being not real film. They're not cinema. Mm-hmm. So, Martin Scorsese just had this random, I don't know who takes his social media things, but... uh he made a joke because his dog is named Oscar. <laughs> and so I guess Joe Russo took it upon himself to say, fuck you to that. <laughs> not, it was not poking fun of them at all. He has in the past. And he like, is this reaction video on Instagram, Joe Russo holding his dog and says, come here box office. <laughs> and it's someone put at first. I'm like, okay, that's a little funny. <laughs> You're not top, but you're in the top two. Yep. And somebody like really put in the perspective is like Marvel plucked the Russo brothers out of obscurity. It's not like they're so amazing that the Avengers wouldn't have been the Avengers without them. You could have gotten any really yep. great director. You could argue that. I mean, they did make all of the best, most talked about uh, community episodes. Okay, sure. They, sure. they made all of the paintball episodes that are like, right. holy shit, this show is next level. Right. But at the same time, it's like, you don't got to get... It's Martin Scorsese. Leave him the fuck alone. Yeah. Like, you already have all the money. Just, like, what more do you want? Like, I understand the backlash. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Yes, it's a funny joke, but send it to your buddy. You are you yeah. are a top-tier director. Yeah, that's, that's a text, not a publish. Right. You're trying yeah. to be pithy and stuff, but, like, you can't attack an American institution like Martin Scorsese yeah. just because you made Endgame. Chill the fuck out. <laughs> Chill the fuck out. Yeah. So I, th- I do think it's funny that he's getting shit. Like, I hope you go bury your fucking head in the sand for a few years. Yeah. That's it. Uh, Nice professional podcast. (laughs) Thank you so much to everyone who listened to this episode. Thanks, Dan, for being here. Mm -hmm. Shoot us any thoughts, concerns, criticisms, or sponsorship opportunities at 5x5film at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook with all the red hot memes at 5x5 at the movies. Thank you, Dan Benjamin. (laughs) And the entire team at Fireside, run by Dan Benjamin. uh, Created by Dan Benjamin. Dan Benjamin was the founder. So thank you, Dan Benjamin. Uh, we'll see you next week for another 5x5 at the movies. Roll <laughs> credits. <laughs>